Pandemonium reigns. Listening audience growing. Mike's facial hair is growing. <laughs> it sure is making a comeback, son. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> Minor setback for a major comeback. <laughs> uh, I do want to point out before we get started on this weekend slate that there seems to be more merit and traction to the Jeremy Banks Hendon Hooker hoedown throwdown during practice <laughs> this week. Uh, so could have resulted in some locker room issues going into Saturday night, but you know what? A wise man once said to me, you know what he said to me, Mike? I, I have no he idea. Said. He said, roll tide. <laughs> so we're going to roll yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are. We're going to roll Keep on. It moving. Keep it moving. Hey, so some exciting potential upsets that almost happened. Uh, outside of the fifth ranked team losing, <laughs> I'm not bitter at all. I'm not salty at all. It's fine. No, it's we're fine. good. It's we're fine. good. It's fine. We exceeded <laughs> expectations, right? <laughs> so right we, up until week twelve, we did. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the bottom fell out. So um, maybe we should apologize for our Orange Cast listeners on that last episode for the depressing sadness that that was. Should we apologize? No, no, that, no? no. They oh, okay. We all needed to process it, and we tried to. Best we could, and I can't believe it was G to PG rated. I can't believe it. I, I just can't believe it. <laughs> Michael's mouth escaped. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I escaped unscathed on the internet. I'm gonna mark myself safe on Facebook from Michael's mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh! Man. Oh my gosh! Uh, all right, well, let's talk some football. Some because some crazy stuff happened over the weekend uh, in the Big Ten and the Big Twelve, especially. Uh, let's talk Illinois and Michigan as we get into this, because Michigan, I think even if they lose going into Saturday, that they're still probably in at this point. I mean, Tennessee really opened up a lot of doors uh, and created a wider door for Michigan in my mind, but they went toe to toe with Illinois and it about took everything that they had. Sure and, did. and you and I said, if Illinois can run the ball well the way that they have, and they did, Brown went 29 carries, 140 yards, 4.8 yards per carry, two scores. And, uh, I mean, that that's that's good. It's solid that's right there. Very solid. That With the amount of carries and the amount of yards, it tells me that those were drives being put together um, because your quarterback yeah. went 21 for 30 for 178. No scores, yeah. no picks. But I think the story coming out of that game outside of Michigan squeaking out that win was Blake Corum and that potential knee injury. Yeah. So his status going into Saturday is going to be big time. Didn't mean to cut you off there. What you got? No, I was just going to say I was surprised that, I, you know, he finished that game um, and he came back because that happened right before half, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, my eyes were on the Big 12 and the SEC action in that window. And – um I, like I said, I think he came back in the second half. I don't know how effective he was, but 
yeah just a warrior um but yeah he'll be crucial for for the game on saturday yeah it was again like you said surprised to see him make a return um they're gonna need him yeah they're gonna need him against ohio state absolutely uh, considering both ohio state and michigan are going to be playing their first game of the year on saturday (laughs) yeah uh i've got as at this point i've got michigan in the playoff, even if they lose. No, I'm out. with you. As long as they keep it respectable, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, if they get – obviously, they get blown out, something like what we did, you know, then – I can't let it go. I can't let it go. I, it just, no, 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 it no. Keeps, It'll it keeps be a decade-long – this will be a decade-long pain. So, <sighs> we're going to erase it. We're going to have to have a win that erases that. So, yeah. Yeah, and it, and it won't be in 2022. <laughs> There's not any left. <laughs> okay. So uh, TCU Baylor that had my attention from start mm. to finish, and Same. you know at that point in time we were wanting a TCU loss. In hindsight, hey, good for you guys. Sure, um, hope you go win it all. Yeah, now I'm rooting for you. Be wearing purple some if I have it. I do want to talk about in their closing seconds of this game. Your, <laughs> it's almost like. Eh, we don't care about the playoffs. Eh, eh, but just we we like to live life on the wild side, and yeah. you know whatever happens happens. These guys come out, I believe, with no timeouts left. Yep, run the ball, run the ball again, and then run their field goal team out there. Do I have that right? Did yeah. they go back to back runs? I think they did. Let me just glance. I've got it right here. Um, where am I at? Got to go all the way down to the bottom because that makes sense. ESPN. Yes, <laughs> uh, we got. Oh no, we had an incompletion. Oh, that's right. Left yeah, twenty-two yeah. seconds. That's and right. And then they ran the ball for two yards on third and seven. That's I mean, that's what made it so mind-boggling because they ran it when the clock was stopped. Yeah. Anyway, so they they rushed the the field goal team out there. <laughs> Kicker doesn't go through his normal routine. Doesn't matter. They knock it down. TCU's play still in the playoffs at this point. So yeah. I, I mean. These guys just – I mean, say what you want to about them. <clears throat> they just keep finding ways to win. They do. and They find ways to win games they have no business winning, frankly. And yeah. and Baylor left – gosh, I know 10 points on the board with with an overthrow of a – well, it was, really, it was really 10 points on one drive where they had a late throw that turned out to be underthrown uh, where if he leads the receiver, it's, it's a cakewalk touchdown. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. then they miss a 46-yard field goal on that drive. I believe right. is, is the distance because it was making its rounds on my timeline. Yeah. But just inexcusable loss for Baylor, but some credit for sure to TCU for winning mm-hmm. against all odds, even the ones they created for themselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Baylor, I think, is better than their record. You know, they, they yeah. I remember how they started out as a top 10 team going into week one. Yeah. They were getting um, a lot of love. And I, yeah. heck, I even, I even had them as a, you know, I had them as the dark horse Big 12 playoff team. That's because right. of what yeah. what they've done with Aranda, how how much I think of him, even still despite six and five this year, mm-hmm. they're better than that record. I don't know, I don't know what Baylor team played Kansas State last week and got mm. throttled uh, throttled by twenty eight points, but the team yeah. Saturday was tough and responded well despite a disappointing loss the week prior. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to point out was that Kansas State loss. Like they've they've been in every game that they've played, you know, even the ones that they lost, three point loss to West Virginia. Uh, six point loss to BYU. So I mean, they're they're a good Baylor team, but man, Kansas State was like, hold my beer. Um, yeah. And they're going to be going into Texas uh, next week. Who is? I mean, I guess say what you want to about Kansas, and we'll get there. But my gosh, 
Yeah, Texas made a little bit of a statement there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I want to talk about. I mean, they they didn't play anybody on Saturday, but this is this is this has to be one of the hottest teams in the country right now that really nobody's talking about, and that's Florida State. Yeah, forty nine seventeen over the Raysian Cajuns, and Jordan Travis just continues to ball out. Uh, but they really leaned hard. If you look at the stats on their running game, Benson had a good day. Toa Philly was respectable on his four carries, 11 yards per carry. <laughs> I mean, Travis only threw it 14 times. Um, but, man, they, they just didn't need to. They're, they're playing out of their mind right now. And the way Florida is looking, where is that yeah. game? Is this going to be a Tallahassee or is it going to be? It's in Tallahassee. So, and it's a night game. Ooh. Oh, man. Ten point ah. favorites for the early early ten point favorites are the Knowles against yeah. the uh, whew, yeah Wolf Gators right now. Cue the war chant. Right. Yeah, yes. Uh, as of right now, I know we're not in we're not in the prediction podcast right now, but um, I'm going to be taking Florida State in that game 100. I will be as well. Yeah, I'm a, same. I'm a, I'm a little surprised that after Florida wet the bed, which we're this is going to be the one that we're getting into right here, that um. Florida State spread is not a little higher than than ten points, but as am I. Here we are. So we did the thing. You and I both did the thing, where Gators go into Nashville and catch an L, and we point and we laughed. Ha 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 ha! ha, 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 ha. So funny. <laughs> ah. But you know what? Let's bring it back. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, the stat, the the, the this, I, I think I sent this to you on Saturday after it took place. Vanderbilt wins this game 31-24. And I'm, I'm going to set this up. Anthony Richardson throws for 400 yards. He throws for three scores, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Vanderbilt is seriously like, hold my beer. Because they yeah. won this game 31 points on 10 completions. <laughs> 10. Mike Wright threw three scores. So mm. seven of his um of his completions. Hang on, how, how am I wording how am I wording this? He threw three touchdowns, ten of them were completions, seven of those were just normal completions. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean and he's his QBR was fifty two point one. He only threw for hundred and eight yards. Yeah. But, uh. What's happening in in life right now? I just don't understand. I I don't either. I mean, <laughs> Anthony Richardson had more yards passing than. Not only did he do that, he had, gosh, dude, he had 120 more yards passing than Vanderbilt had yards. Yeah. Period. T- turnovers and just very uninspired football, which I get because of Nashville at noon, but I don't get when you're in a first year coach and. You're trying to, you know, you're trying to climb back from things like this that have happened periodically off and on, not necessarily to Vanderbilt, but you dropped this game to Vanderbilt despite dominating almost statistically. The only thing they didn't dominate was was rushing, and they've been a really good rushing team. And they had, uh, you know, Montreal Johnson 11 for 32, mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson with four rushing attempts, and I just don't understand why that's ever a thing. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily think he was injured. Maybe he's banged up because it is week 12. I don't know, mm-hmm. but that's just inexcusable. I mean, that's yeah. so, so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was, I mean, right there on the wall was Florida's chances of going seven and five Yeah, and, and Vanderbilt <laughs> and that ruckus hostile crowd. 
Woo! Man. So many, so many <sighs> not nice things to say. So therefore I'm I'm just gonna move on. Yeah. Hey, um really thought Nebraska was gonna pull out this win over Wisconsin. And the only thing, unless unless you have something, because the stat line on this is just atrocious all the way around, except for Malusi, who was the uh, running back for um, Lucy and Wisconsin. Allen. Yeah, Wisconsin running backs. Do you know <clears throat> that Nebraska lost to a team week one who does not have a win on American soil, but they got one in Ireland? Yeah. God, dude. Just God bless. How awful. So uh, while we're on this topic, uh, I think a name that you and I threw out for this Nebraska coaching job was a Gary Patterson. I think there was another name potentially thrown out, possibly like a Matt Rule. But it seems that Patterson is shutting down any kind of coaching chatter saying he's in Texas. And <laughs> yeah. I know that's what coaches do, but he's not a head coach. He's, I, I mean. An analyst. Yeah. And and if and if anybody has opened the – or sorry, Deion Sanders has kind of opened the door to say, yeah. I'll enter, I'll entertain that. So yeah. I mean, you're you're an analyst. Why why not say sure? I'll I'll entertain offers. I mean, you're you're not the head coach somewhere else. You're not even a coordinator analyst. But he seems committed. Sounds like he's committed to uh, Sarkeesian and Texas. Yeah, big brother. Yeah, <laughs> right. So. Um, that, that that Nebraska coaching search is, is quiet, but it sounds like they're ready to make an announcement once the season is over. So I'm just in a I'm in a tailspin. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going Same. on. I don't know who they've got lined up. I don't know what's about to happen. Same. Yeah. Anyway, uh, also being tailspinned, um, I need to apologize to our listeners because your boy fell for the Michigan State helmet trick. I mean, the, the, the sticker trick. So glad they didn't do it. Yeah, right. Um, but it turns out whether they had that sticker or not, it would have not helped them beat Indiana at home. I don't, I don't know. I mean, they did lose by eight points. So tunnel eight, eight points. I don't know. You know what I mean? Man. Oh, I see what you did there. That took me so Man, long. Yeah. That took That's me so okay. long. That took me We're so long. We're still down. It's okay. Down. <laughs> did you see? How Indiana won this game? Have you looked at the stat line? This is the only I, reason I'm going here. I I know that Michigan State dominated this game and managed to lose it, but I don't know much more else, much other than that. Well, just just peek at the stats real quick. I mean, it's gonna pop off at you. I mean, just I mean, I, I'll, I'll hum a little Jeopardy music while you find this because I, oh, I got it. Oh, <laughs> not only did Michigan State double them up in yards, almost Indiana passed for 31 yards. On two completions. Oh, no, on two completions. Seven attempts. They attempted oh. to pass the ball seven times. They were dedicated to running. Shivers, oh. 13 carries. Williams, 16 carries. Henderson, 11 carries. Shivers went for 115. Williams went for 86. Henderson went for 36. They ran for 257 yards. Oh, my goodness. Um, Crook is is uh oh, what's his head Johnson from Georgia Tech is he the head coach at Indiana? Am I am I missing <laughs> yeah. something here? I mean, did they slip into the military academies? Is that yeah, what they did here? Good gosh! I mean, do we need to start mission uh, mentioning you know 
uh, Indiana football when we do moments of silence before games and recognize militaries yeah. and and, and yeah. stuff like that. Please stand Goodness. if you play football at Indiana University. We would like to thank you for your service. Yeah, dude. Good gosh, wow. I couldn't skip over that. I just I just couldn't. No, I just no, that abs- had to be addressed. I absolutely couldn't. Um, <clears throat> we're gonna keep moving down here. Kansas State, man. Um, that Tulane loss just kind of continues to haunt them. Yep. Um, that Texas loss, it was hurting because I, I mean, I mean, you're talking about a really good team when they're when they're on. Now when yes. they're off, it, it seems to be a different case. But handled business against against West Virginia, uh, and the reason I'm pointing this one out is because again, no sign of Adrian Martinez. Yep. Does anybody know what's going on with Kansas State and Andrew Martinez? I mean, does does anybody have a clue of what's what's happening here? Because I don't have a dang clue of what's going on. And if you'll notice, JT Daniels, no stat line for him. Yeah, I think he may be banged up is what I think there, but I don't know that for sure. But it seems like more on the Kansas State side that that Adrian Martinez has been replaced because that Howard Will Howard kid, man, he's he's balling out. He is that man. Uh, Adrian Martinez might want to consider a position change if he has any yeah. eligibility left, but I'm not sure that he, not sure that he does. Yeah, he probably doesn't. Uh, yeah, making our way downtown, walking fast, or talking fast. Well, I don't know. I don't know lyrics. Whatever. <laughs> Georgia plays to the level of their competition. Period. Period. All right. Sixteen six to Kentucky. And I didn't I didn't pay a lick of attention to this. And it's 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 simply because they were on CBS and I I I just I'm done with CBS. I, I was like, you know what, I'll I'll pull up four games on ESPN at one time and I will enjoy my life instead of scrolling through my phone on a thousand commercials watching Georgia find a way to to beat Will Levis and and Kentucky. Did you see any of this one? I watched a good bit of this game. Um yeah, I agree. Georgia plays the level of their competition and they sleepwalk when they're not playing a top, maybe I'll say top, eh, I'll say top 15 team or something like that because mm-hmm. they they started out strong. I mean, moving the ball, they kind of yeah. moved the ball all day and just, you know, refused to actually score points. We can mm-hmm. deem this, though, the Kenny McIntosh game because can you believe that this was his first career 100-yard rushing game? Can you believe that? Holy crap. Really? Yes, a guy that's been in Athens for two decades, I know now, is a senior, and he goes 19 carries for 143 yards and a touchdown. Uh, He didn't catch the ball as much as he frequently does here. Um, Matter of fact, no one really did. Brock Bowers, two receptions, 10 yards. Darnell Washington doesn't even have a reception here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it was very uninspiring football from Georgia um, in the group chat that that I'm part of lots of complaints about just how they turn offensively. And and this is actually frustrating for me, how they turn offensively so conservative when they get a lead. It's like they are dead set on bringing back the 20 early 2010s, late two mm. thousands. Mm. And they just want to run the ball every single down credit to Kentucky though. Credit to Will Levis. He actually played. I, I'm if this wasn't his best game of the year, and I'm not even necessarily worried about the stats because he was 20 of 31, 206 mm. touchdown and a pick. And uh, young Barry on Brown had himself a game going 10 for 145 and a score and just making some highlight real catches. But again, you know, some credit to Kentucky for that, but Georgia just rolling the ball out there, trying to bowl the ball down the field mm. and ice this game away. I mean, one, had to be one of the fastest CBS games of all time, despite 
touchdown commercial, extra point commercial, uh, mm. kickoff commercial, despite that being the norm for them. Can't wait. Can't wait till they travel north, CBS. Ugh, over it. The McIntosh comment, the only thing I want to say there is that's probably just a, a, a the depth at that position for Georgia. It is. Yeah, I it mean, is. They've got they've got too much talent there to say, hey, you're going to get all these carries. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Why not when you have those bodies? Uh, <clears throat> moving east to Clemson. Um, mm. I cannot believe, cannot believe that they have a shot now back at the playoffs because of this this Tennessee loss. That I think that really yep. what bothers me the most. But Clemson, I don't know if you saw this game on 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 Saturday, but it's almost like Clemson took an approach that they that they've that I can't ever recall them doing, and it was one of those like a like an anaconda. We're gonna wrap ourselves around you, and we're just gonna slowly squeeze the life out of you. And that's kind of exactly what happened. It was a slow and painful death for Miami. Clemson would loosen their grip and, and and allow Miami to breathe just a little bit here and there. But for the most part, Miami is bad. Very. And um they're gonna be they're gonna be playing Pitt next week. And so they could they could seriously finish this season five and seven. Um <clears throat> DG 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 DJ Uyagalale, <laughs> 222 for 34, 227, two scores, one pick. Uh, ran. He was also the leading rusher, seventeen for eighty nine. Yeah. The stat line. I don't know if you saw this game. The stat line doesn't really depict. I think how he played. He looked really, to me, I could be wrong. He looked really nervous. He looked. Yeah. He looked kind of unsteady. He was. He was light on his feet. Uh, there. There was. There were several times he was not shifting his weight, turning his hips, letting the ball out. Um. Just seems like he's regressing, or at least yeah. off this based off this one game, he's regressing in, in like his footwork and, and his mechanics and stuff like that. And if you're like, well, Dan, you didn't play quarterback. I mean, it's it's simple. You can, you can watch when the weight shifts from their back foot to their front foot, and you can see a turning of the hips. And he just wasn't doing that. Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't know what to think about Clemson. Uh, I mean, if they get in, if and if they play a Georgia, and if Georgia's up for that game, that could that could be a bloodbath. Could be. And, and t- and I think TCU is just good enough offensively to outscore you. Yeah. And even though that's a really good Clemson defense, I think Quentin uh, Quentin Quentin Johnston could cause some problems there. But yeah, uh, obviously we, that's a matchup that might not even take place. But an, an, sure an, an Ohio State and a Michigan, a Georgia could really just turn that into a bloodbath. They could if they played their A game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't, don't know I, what to make of Clemson. I have no idea what to make of Clemson, but again, pointing out Miami is going to, you know, I just got a text from Ryan Phillips asking if I'm okay. And uh, I'm just going to respond right here on the podcast. Go home. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, hey, what, what just, uh, this comes to mind real quick. What do you okay. think? What do you think of, if you think of an impressive win and I can lay you out some candidates, if you want me to, what do you okay. think is the most impressive showing or win for Clemson in this 22 campaign? Well, let me pull up their gosh, let me pull up their their schedule real quick. So you've got a 4110 shellacking of tech. You did what you should get to against Furman, against Louisiana Tech. 
six-point win over Wake Forest in, in double overtime, ten-point win over NC State. Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that six point win over Florida State in Tallahassee. Uh, to me, not... it's it's that six point win or the six point win over Wake Forest. Just looking at how explosive yeah. Wake Forest can and and would be at that time of the season, uh, um, and then how you know how tough Florida State's proven over the over the season. To me, that yeah. that those would be my wins as well. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, th- there's not a lot to be respected there. Mm-mm. Um, especially with kind of the fall there of Wake Forest yeah. and not sure what they're turning out to be. The the rise of Florida State makes that win look better, but, you know, whatever. Uh, just point out really quickly, Miami's going to host Pitt. Uh, Pitt might have more fans in Hard Rock Stadium than Miami does. <laughs> Pitt's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Mm. I hate, hate to say it, but I think I'm going to be rooting for Pitt here. Oh, Man. yeah, I will be too. There's something about that Miami brand that's just kind of turned me off over the years. I mean, you were fun to watch in the early 2000s, but uh, kind of over it. <clears throat> yeah. Texas. Here's a fantastic question. Who is Texas? Who are Seven they? Seven and four Texas shellacs Kansas. And I don't know who they are either because I, I just – I don't know who they are. Sometimes – they are fantastic defensively. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes Quinn Ewers looks like he's going to be a heck of a player, mm-hmm. like a pro player. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just don't get that. And I don't know. I, I just don't know who they are. I got nothing, man. I got absolutely nothing other than Bijan Robinson finally kind of did what I was expecting him to do all year, 25 carries, 243 yards. He does yeah. have 1,400 yards on the season, which is a very – Quiet 1,400 yards? Yes, it is. Because I, I know there's a few games there where he just didn't perform at all. So, yeah, you know, whatever. I, I, the, the verdict is out. Week 11, you know, game 11 on Texas, the, the, the verdict is out on, on – on, or sorry, we're still uncertain. The jury on, is out. Yeah, yeah, the jury is out, sorry, on on on, on who they are. I got yeah. nothing, man. I got absolutely no, same. nothing. Let's let's jump back to Ohio State real quick because we did touch oh, on did Michigan. We touched one? on my bad. I just we we were toying with skipping past it. I just wanted to I make did, sure that we didn't. I did not mean to do that. Yep, yep. Go ahead and set us up there, Buttercup. No, no, absolutely. Um, a game that finishes forty-three to thirty, largely uh, exclusively finishes a two-touchdown uh, deficit for Maryland because of a fumble slash mm-hmm. losing of the ball from Talia Tagovailoa on a you know a on a doomed play from the start there towards the towards their own end zone mm-hmm. uh allowing Ohio State to make that a 13 point win where it was yeah. 37 to 30 prior and yeah. they they did exactly what TCU and Michigan did they fooled around with their food toyed mm-hmm. with their food all day yeah um you know we talked about Georgia <clears throat> excuse me playing to the level of their competition uh, is that the case for Michigan and Ohio State or are they more who they are you know what you see is what you get. I don't know. Well, I don't but know. Again, you, I don't know if you saw this. Did you see this game? Not a, not much of this one. I, my eyes were elsewhere on at that time slot. Okay, so we had this one pulled up. This was this was one of the four on our grid, and we kept we kept making this one full screen. Talia played out of his mind. He balled yeah. out. The stat sheet doesn't really you know um, uh, portray that twenty six for thirty six two ninety three, but his ability to elude pressure. 
and yeah. kind of and make himself look like Bryce Young, keeping his eyes downfield and stuff like that, keeping plays alive because they they just didn't run well. I mean, at all, thirty one yeah. yards, eighty four yards. He he single handedly kept them uh, in that game, and it was it was it was incredibly impressive. But right there at the end, wetting the bed, you know, kind of like yeah. the way they did back in I think twenty eighteen. Uh, yes, like when Urban Meyer was head coach, they kept referencing that. It's the only reason, real reason I can remember it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if you've got teams like Georgia and Ohio State playing to the level of their competition, and say what you want to about Michigan, I'm not sure if that's the case with that Michigan Illinois game. Yeah, um, I think Illinois is better than yeah some of these yeah. opponents for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. So it'd be interesting to see how Georgia and an Ohio State come out. That would be an interesting matchup in my mind. Two different offenses. I agree. Um, two star-studded defenses. That could that would be a lot of fun. That's kind of my yeah. ideal match, matchup in the semis. I don't really want to see that as a natty. No, I'll be pulling for the refs if it is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Where uh, my black and white. <laughs> Oh gosh, is it basketball season? Um, <laughs> that night it is. So um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Tagovailoa just just kind of kept that one alive. But um, I mean, uh, you take him off that, Ohio State wins. Big, 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 yeah. big, 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 big. So uh, I think depth finally showed itself for Ohio State in in, in that finish, and yeah, it's just, it's just too much for Maryland. I want to talk about an SEC team here that um that played a group five school and I just don't, man, I can't, I just can't get past these guys. Um, maybe it's because if Tennessee didn't exist, I would probably be a fan of them because yeah. they hate Georgia and Alabama just as much as I do. Yep. Uh, but Auburn played around with their food, I think. Yes. <laughs> or maybe they didn't, maybe they're trying real hard. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Tank Bigsby, 18 for 110. Hunter, 13 for 109. Quarterback for Western Kentucky, 55 attempts, 26 completions. Did I mean, did you see any of this one? Mm, not one minute. You told me that they tied it, Western Kentucky tied it at 17 right before half. That's and which they didn't score again. So credit to Auburn for that. But no, I didn't see a minute of this. I guess the reason this intrigues me is because I, I, if I was a college football player, I would kind of want to be at Auburn right now. It's just exciting. I don't, yeah. And, and, and there has no reason to be exciting. <laughs> yeah. It's got yeah. nothing. It's got nothing. They're going to, they're going to host or excuse me, they're going to travel to Tuscaloosa and they're 21 and a half point dogs. Cool. And you know, Carnell Williams is just going to be. I'd love know. to be a fly on his wall this week. Right. Right. Those practices, his office. Yes. If I'm him, let me just – I know this is not our preview show, but if I'm him, I'm saying, listen, we know what schemes are. We, we know what the plays are. We're not, get, we're, we're not installing anything new at this point. It's, it's going into week 14. We're going to hit, and we're going to hit all week. We're, I'm, I'm going to junction boys you guys to death, and, <laughs> yeah. and we are going to win the physical. We're going to win the hitting match come Saturday. They will forever remember the night they played the Tigers. Um, yeah. So, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't have any real comments on Auburn other than <laughs> I kind of just want to be a fly on the wall in their in their oh, yeah. house this week, and uh, and I just kind of I want to have um, I want to go have Waffle House with Carnell Williams and just <laughs> yeah. see how and in, how inspired he makes me to to eat a chocolate chip <laughs> waffle. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Um, 
So the good thing about Tennessee on Saturday is we're not we're one of about three teams that really wet the bed. Us, oh yeah, Florida, and North Carolina. And and just like with you setting that up, I want to just highlight how big of a nuisance Georgia Tech and Notre Dame have been either in the ACC or to ACC top-tier ACC teams this Mm -hmm. season with Mm -hmm. with Clemson and North Carolina losing to Notre Dame. Yeah. Notre Dame – I'm sorry, North Carolina not really having a playoff shot, but, you know, because of where they've been ranked. But being a one-loss team this late and losing to this Georgia Tech team. Yeah. With – Playoff hopes kind of alive. I mean, exactly. Well, it's it's done now for them. Yeah, you can't have a loss like this to to Georgia Tech. But I mean, Heisman, Heisman campaign is dead too. Yeah, yeah. At sixteen for thirty, two hundred two yards and a pick. I don't know. I didn't see a lick of it other than the fi- the final score going. Oh my gosh, what? <laughs> yeah, what happened? I, I thought that was a halftime score because you don't see North Carolina score seventeen points and you don't see them lose games like this this season, except right. for that Notre Dame loss. That was, right. again, still bonkers to me. But right. not a halftime score. That's a final score. And credit to those Georgia Tech players who are also going to be fighting for bowl eligibility, Yeah, uh, much like Auburn, uh, but against Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know. Uh, the, this, is, this is such a weird 2007. It's like a playoff <laughs> version of 2007. Yeah. Anyway, hey, let's move on to Arkansas, Ole Miss. And I just want to throw a Lane Kiffin quote in there. Did you see this? This no. is gold. This is gold. No. He was basically uh, – this is Lane Kiffin on reports of being Auburn's number one target as as their head coach. And he says, maybe if Auburn watched the first half of our Arkansas game, I wouldn't be number one anymore. <laughs> what in the world, dude? They got slapped. They got I mean, murdered at their murdered. own game. Although, yeah. Although they ran well. They got they got demolished by their own game. Yes, yes. I mean, they ran for 463 themselves. Evans 207, <laughs> Judkins 214. Yeah, yeah. And they only managed 27 points and a 15-point loss to Arkansas. This, this at the time, 6-4, and four, I'm sorry, 5-5. Five and five, Excuse me, 5-5 five and five Arkansas team that they managed that against. Well, I mean, and – Three of those scores came in the fourth quarter. So, yeah. I mean, you're you're going into the fourth quarter uh, down forty two to, to six. six. Woo! So it's 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 over, right? And you yeah, just keep. Over. I mean, <laughs> I oh. I don't I don't know. So I guess the bet the best question to ask ourselves out of this is, well, actually, first, 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 did you see Sam Pittman's post game comments? No, no, I did not. How he's going to celebrate? Mm-mm. He says he's going to celebrate with a cold beer. Oh, of course he is. That's just <laughs> who he is. So I got two questions: What kind of beer is he drinking? And did Lane Kiffin already sign the contract with Auburn? Is that is that what happened? Whew. Man, it looks like he's out, but he ain't talking like he's out. <laughs> or maybe he is. I don't know, man. He plays the best misdirection of anybody out there. But I mean, good night, dude. Yeah. Just getting murdered 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 i mean and they had 700 yards of offense and they got beat by 15 oh my gosh uh kj jefferson 168 yards three scores raheem sanders 24 232 but a straight shellacking and a skinning 
of the Rebels. Yeah. Bedlam. We were both wrong. Very wrong again. So here's what I think going into the last week of our prediction episode for Pandemonium Reigns. Let's just not make predictions. because <laughs> Let's we're, not make predictions. We are so bad. We're so we bad suck. at this. Who – I I don't – did you did you see the stat line for Sanders? Just now, and my I wish you know I got to watch the YouTube version of this for my face just then. Sixty seven attempts. Yep, leads them in rushing seventeen carries for forty two yards with sixty seven pass attempts and four picks to go with it. Uh huh. I mean the, the the numbers are not in your favor when you throw that amount of times. Of course you're no. Gonna, I mean you're going to throw picks. It's 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 what's going to happen. But he was the reason that I was saying that that they're going to win this game. But Dylan Gabriel said, hold my beer, 20 for 40, 259. And uh, Eric Gray, former Tennessee volunteer, 20 for 90. Do not click Eric, Gray, Eric Gray's name. Don't do it. Because I, okay. want you, I want you to give me how many yards you think he has on the year. 1150. Wow. You're really close. 1203. 1203. 1203. Wow. I, was, I've seen him put up some, some crooked stat numbers against – well. I don't know against what competition. I've just seen at times this year he's had some some nice stat lines. Um, but yeah, I didn't I didn't cheat for what it's worth. I didn't cheat. Well, I just that snuck up on me. I, I wasn't anticipating that at yeah. all. I mean, I guess good for him. I mean, maybe yeah. he's finding finding those yards out of a McDonald's bag. Oh, and Dallin Hayden, <clears throat> uh, son of Aaron Hayden, also helped uh, Ohio State win that game. Just to throw that in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, point out. Well, point out. Um. Let's fly out west to L.A. where Josh Pate was, and what a game to be at. Three-point win for the Trojans, even though we reported this while we were recording the Orange cast. Yep. Did Caleb Williams thrust himself into Heisman conversation? Yes, Caleb Williams has thrust himself in the stupid Heisman, stupid (laughs) memorial, stupid trophy award. How stupid. This this award sucks now that Hendon Hooker's hurt so badly. Not that his candidacy would have necessarily survived the loss of Saturday night anyway. Yeah. But here's Caleb Williams with 34-80 passing on the year, 33 touchdowns and three picks. And I'm just trying quickly to get back to um, C.J. Stroud's numbers. But to me, I mean, you could probably take C.J. Stroud off of that Ohio State team, and they're probably a very similar version of what they are, not to make this an MVP award. I'm not trying to do that, but he's got 500 more passing yards, one less interception, two less touchdowns than C.J. Stroud. And again, I'm not trying to make it an MVP award. Yeah. But he, for one, he is way more valuable to USC than Stroud is to Ohio State. And he's been pretty dang outstanding as well. So this award's going to be a snoozer. Um, I I won't tune in to two minutes of that broadcast. That'll just suck and be very pointless to me. But it's probably it's probably what if I, what if Hendon's still invited? You know, if Hendon's invited, I'll probably tune in and and just watch his comments with tears streaming down my face the whole time for what mm. could have been. Yeah, and and listen, he should be invited. He he should be invited. But the candidacy was dead before before he took that fall on Saturday night. Um, the candidacy, you can't survive it with a loss like that. You know, uh, USC's loss is a one point loss to Utah, who still is not great, but is not terrible. Um, 
it's it's Williams's award now, which you know is yeah, like I said, just you think it's set up for him? Good. Yeah, I think I'm sorry. I think it's Caleb's award now. Yeah, I think it's his. Um, I I just don't think Stroud has has done enough with these kind of ho hum performances of late, and Ohio State kind of messing around. I just don't think he's done enough. We'll see how the uh, the voters think because they probably already had their va- ballots filled out in week one. But yeah. again, neither here nor there. Credit to Williams, yada yada yada. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, yeah. didn't have a ton of chemistry with with any of these players. He basically, only had chemistry with his head coach, and they've just thrown that team together. Kind of speaks to their schedule, but he's done his part, so I think it's his award. Caleb Williams winning the Heisman would certainly that would create a story that the media could just run wild with. You know, they would be flashing back to his time in Oklahoma and when Spencer Rattler lost the job and the move to, I mean, they would just have a field day Yep. with that. Um, but Dorian Thompson Robinson uh, almost, almost did this by himself. If you go back and watch highlights of this game, he is, he is unreal. He throws a, he throws a bad pick late. Yeah, um, he does throw three altogether, but he's good Oof. for three hundred nine yards, four scores. He runs it fourteen times, eighty-one yards. Charbonnet was uh, well on the ground, nineteen for ninety-five. That game. So, if you'll remember from last year, this was a shellacking um, onto onto the Trojans from the Bruins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is a rivalry I would like to see pick up some steam. I would like to see this one really gain a lot of momentum, and I would like to see it placed. Don't get me wrong for 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 personal pleasure. I kind of like that it's a week thirteen or week yeah. before the rival rival rivalry week. Um, that way, it's not lost in everything else. But um, hopefully, this one really turned this this rivalry game around and, and make, makes it exciting again. Um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, one more before we hop off here, and that would be Utah and Oregon. Utah, I had them as Pac-12 champs, and that eliminated their chance of of, of being in the Pac-12 game, especially with the Trojans winning that. I believe this is going to be um, – is this going to be Oregon and USC, or is this going to be Washington and USC? I think it'll be it, – it will probably be Washington and USC because of that head-to-head win there. Let me. It's going to be Oregon get, and USC because Washington's Oregon. got two conference losses and Oregon only has the one. So uh, this is this is going to be Oregon and USC. That's going to be interesting. I, I will, be, will be I will be very interested in that one. Didn't see a lick of this Oregon and Utah game, um, <clears throat> but Bo Nix twenty-five for thirty-seven, two eighty-seven, one score, one pick, um, two carries. Negative three three yards. Um, yeah, I think he had a bad ankle is, um, coming into this game, or whatever his injury situation was there that affected yeah. just moments of that Washington game. I think that was still a thing because he was in question of whether he would play or not. But yeah. but yeah, I mean, tough tough performance yet again. I think anytime you beat Utah, that's a credible credible win. Just because oh, yeah. they're they're scrappy, they fight. They find ways to win. They're well coached. They don't really beat themselves. Um, so hey, props to um, props to Oregon for that one. Let's close yeah. things out by talking uh, playoff. You've you've kind of handled the Heisman talk there, which is which is good. Didn't really, <laughs> I didn't really want to get into that <laughs> personally. <clears throat> but um, so Georgia's going to finish with Georgia Tech. Ohio State and Michigan are going to face each other. 
TCU is going to finish with Iowa State. That should be a win. Yeah. Southern California is going to finish with Notre Dame. That's interesting. Yeah. And obviously LSU will finish um, with um, my gosh, I forgot his name, Fisher, uh, <laughs> and the Aggies. And Clemson will, I think Clemson hosts South Carolina. They do, yes. So, how do you see things kind of unfolding here? What do you think the um, not <clears throat> not not the top, not the CFP top twenty-five this week, but what's it going to look like? post coming out of rivalry week (laughs) yeah uh you know i think when that time comes so we're we're talking about pre-conference championships um is what we're talking about here after the finale of the regular season seeing no reason that georgia to have concern for georgia i think their worst effort is good enough against georgia tech for sure yeah Uh, whatever that is um so I've, i've got no reason to move georgia down from number one Gosh, I just don't like the way that Ohio State and Michigan are playing right now. Michigan's playing more solid defense, and they've always had their run game. Yeah. So, that you know, if that game was at the big house, unlike, you know, like it is not, it is at the horseshoe, I would I would for sure feel very confident about riding with Michigan. I would say Michigan number two, probably mm-hmm. looking at TCU number three, and Ohio State at four or five. But I, I just mm-hmm. don't know, man. I mean, you're still talking about, yeah, they broke the streak last year, but how long has it been since they wanted to shoot? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And and all the factors and the weirdness of that game, it's like all the other rivalries almost wrapped up into one huge bow on our beloved sport. Mm-hmm. So I've got the winner of that game, number two. As long as it's not a blowout one way or the other, I think the loser of that game will slide down to four or five because that will be their first loss. And it will be a respectable loss, you know, not a bad loss unless it's just a, a bloodbath of sorts. Yeah. Frankly, I, Notre Dame has caused chaos all year long. Can they do that again with USC? Uh, LSU and Texas A&M, not, not a ton of concern there for LSU, but they, after that Bama win, have been somewhat uninspiring. So what LSU team comes out? Uh, Clemson. Still not going to worry about them with South Carolina unless I do. You know, I can't even entertain that unless I'm just going to say Clemson wins. Um, and then I still like Alabama against Auburn, despite sure. how they're playing right now. So, yeah, I guess I guess the way I would have it looking uh, as we exit week 13 and rivalry week is Georgia winner of the game, which again, again, I think just now with my gut and and the mental side of this, I'll go with Ohio State in a close okay. one. Okay. TCU three. Gosh. Michigan four. It's hard to argue. It's really hard to argue. I mean, the this I think th- this might be the highest viewership on on this Michigan Ohio State game than we they've seen, and, and it always catches a, a ton always. of views. Mm-hmm. And if I'm if I'm Big Ten. I'm saying, hey, can we're going to move this from noon? <laughs> yeah. Uh, can we get this scheduled for at least three thirty? Can we at least get a seven? I mean, can we get a seven o'clock block? That would be ideal. Yeah. I mean, that game under the lights would be just be, um, um, unreal. It'd be awesome. Um, cold as cold as crap. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to do something here, and I'm going to give you time. Um, to th- think about yours as well. So basically you gave us a rankings. 
what how it's going to unfold. Yeah. Um, give me a. Uh, I'll go first because uh, because I'm ready. I'll give you time to think about it. Give me a ratings, which is um, stolen from Josh Pate. They line up on a neutral field. Who wins? You know, who, who, who do you like? Um, <clears throat> I like Georgia one overall. Uh, I don't see a team. I don't see anybody beating them when they when they play you at the level of your competition. When they play at the their elite level, I, I just don't see them losing. Uh, yep. I, I don't. I, I I got them back to back champions. Yeah. <sighs> just throw up in my mouth. Yep. Um, on a neutral field, playing tomorrow, I'm gonna put Michigan at two. Uh, no, I don't want to do this at you know at the same time as you. I'd like to think that I could uh, do this after you, but I would I would lean that way as well for the exact reasons I mentioned in my actual uh-huh. rankings. I would I would uh-huh. do the same thing. Yeah. The horseshoe is the factor for me, the horseshoe. Absolutely, absolutely, which has me putting uh, Ohio State at three. Yeah. And I'm going to put USC at four. I like them over TCU, who is at five. Um, <clears throat> I think if TCU finds a way to get in, they'll be out real quick. Yeah. I don't like them against Georgia. I don't like them against Michigan. I don't like them against Ohio State. I don't like them against Southern Cal. They do keep winning. They do keep finding ways. How exciting would that semifinal game be if if they found a way to win and whoever it was? Because they're yeah. probably the four speed, speed seed, which have, would probably have them facing Georgia. Yeah. Which I would I would be I'm gonna I'm gonna find some purple, and I'm gonna put some horns all over my body, and I'm gonna act like a frog all day night. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna I'm gonna do whatever spiritual dance I got and <laughs> and and figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but ratings. Neutral field playing tomorrow: Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Southern Cal, TCU, and I just don't know that it, that it matters after that. Yeah, if if I'm going ratings and if I'm stealing from the AP Top Twenty Five that I've got in front of me right now, mm-hmm. I'm and again neutral field. Who's going to be favored? Yep, Georgia, yep. Michigan, Ohio yep. State, and it, this is where I'm going to mix it up. If I'm stealing from this AP Top Twenty Five that's in front of me, I'm not going to dip too far down the line but if i'm talking about ratings and neutral field i'm gonna go lsu i'm not going that way in the cfp wow but on a neutral field with what they've done and how they started i'm gonna go with them in the ratings over a over a tcu which is i'm okay with but over a usc as well absolutely uh, tc i'm sorry but well actually this applies to tcu as well their defense doesn't give me a lot of confidence if we're talking about a neutral field, uh-huh. we're talking about, you know, in that sense, uh, you know, some time to prepare for both teams. Yeah. But, yeah, and LSU's defense against that TCU offense, I think, could create plenty of troubles, and I think they would could do the same for USC. Uh, in a rating system, that's how I'm going to go. And I would even go that way. I think it would be a low-scoring affair. But if it's neutral field, all things even – I'm going to go LSU over Clemson as well if I if that wasn't clear because I see Clemson is right there at seven with LSU at six in the AP. But, again, if we're talking about ratings and who's going to be favored, that's what I'm going to do. Good stuff. So, so after LSU, who's at four? Who's your fifth? Did I miss that? No, you didn't. Uh, I think I would go USC at five, TCU probably mm, – man – now, if I'm looking down the line, I don't know who all I would favor them over on a neutral field. But if I'm just stealing from this group of teams, 
clustered right there. I think, like I said, LSU four, USC five, TCU six probably is where I'm at. Wow. LSU, wow. Wow, 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 wow. I guess I was thinking too much of also who could still get into the playoff the way I organized yeah. that top four, but that's a good point, man. That's a – Lee. Uh, if you're LSU, you have to be picking yourself over that Tennessee loss at this point. Tennessee loss and that losing a game on a block sec- blocked extra point. I mean, they're <laughs> a big a big loss to Tennessee and executing an extra point away from being undefeated. Well, I, I don't know. I think the Tennessee loss looks worse because you took a thumping at home as opposed yeah. to sure. uh, barely week losing one. on neutral field in week one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No, for sure. So. <clears throat> yeah well uh make sure you guys comment on this on this on this video tell us what you think like this video share with your friends and family let them all know about pandemonium reigns about mike and dan dan and mike find us on the tiktoks on spotify's find us on twitters michael's killing the twitter game for pandemonium reigns right now like like keeping it pg uh, somehow too it's crazy he's uh he's borderline hostile environment on twitter <laughs> Uh, borderline so hostile environment that's a good podcast name maybe we should switch hey next year Mm. i'm kidding oh gosh (laughs) season two (laughs) (laughs) kidding well hey if you know any tennessee fans in your life pray for us because it's uh been rough and And, uh, honestly the worst as we close this episode the worst absolute thing after giving all sorts of props to south carolina those guys playing lights out us not matching intensity us almost just not wanting to be there. You know, we could make the excuse, we didn't have Jeremy Banks or this, that, and the other. Despite all that, South Carolina won. They deserved it. They deserved to win. We had no business winning that game. But the worst part about it is is Hendon Hooker's time in an orange jersey being over. Um, so, Yeah, we're uh, just to preview something that's coming. We're going to talk about this scene, and this is not an orange cast, but I'm just going to preview it anyway. We're going to talk about what these seniors have done for the University of Tennessee. Hendon Hooker is the biggest part of that, no doubt. We're yeah. going to talk about it. Uh, it'll be probably after the season or maybe leading up to the CFT. We'll talk about that uh, because this group has changed some things. But as we saw, they didn't. Ch- they haven't changed everything and, and just left some execution out there on the field uh, from yeah. really having a run. Yeah, absolutely. Be on the lookout. I haven't talked to Michael about this yet, so be on the lookout. There Potentially, we could be talking about dropping – more episodes as this season comes to an end, as we get into conference championships, as we get into playoffs, stuff like that. More episodes, shorter episodes, possibly talking Heisman, different championship games, stuff like that. We need to talk about that, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do that. We will, we will talk about that. Until then, be on the lookout for two episodes in the beginning of the week, two episodes at the end of the week. We love you guys. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Eat all the turkey. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this on here because I'm angry about it. And here's how we're going to close. My my mom's husband has decided he's basically going to do all the cooking, what she does every year. But this cracker, okay, has decided he's going to do two turkeys. Can we get a turkey and a can we get a turkey and a ham, bro? I don't want two turkeys. Like no, like B- seriously. B Y O H. Bring your own ham. Bring your own ham. If if there's if there's seriously any like legitimate turkey eaters out there, like it's great for a turkey sandwich once the holiday is over. A little bit of mayo, you know what I'm saying? But give me a ham, bro. All day, every day. All day. All day. All day. All day. All day.
Um, big shout out to Schmidt right there. Hey, we love you guys. Have a fantastic week. Stay safe if you're traveling. Make sure you listen to Pandemonium Rings. God bless. Go balls. Go. Pandemonium Rings.